Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to the Raw Makers podcast. The one-stop shop for courage, confidence and mindset building. Also bringing you all the aspects of mental health awareness, business and entrepreneurship. We are your hosts. Adam Ellis. Jason Borman. The Raw Makers Coaching. So tonight, guys, we've got our very special guest. Um, she's called Debbie, and she's uh, part of the Heart Core Warrior. And she's partnered very closely with someone else in our coaching world called Georgia Manning. And they've both um, teamed up to create this awesome business. She's a fantastic coach. Um, she's a course creator. Um, she's the founder of the Hope Art Four Warriors, and she's empowering women all over to find confidence, uh, demystify metaphors, and all of that, and to really bring um, power back to females uh, all over. So let's bring her on without further ado. Hello, Debbie. Hey guys, how are you doing? Thanks for having me. No problem. Obviously, we're sorry that George couldn't make it tonight, but you're going to kind of, yeah, be a powerhouse for the both of you. Um, I'll do my best. <laughs> that's, that's it. So, kind of, so, anything I didn't cover in that sort of intro there, um, you've got the floor. Let's hear about you and... Um, yeah, anything in your story that kind of you think our listeners and viewers um, should know about you? Yeah, uh, thanks for that. Great intro, by the way. Thank you. And you covered, you know, most of it in a nutshell. But the, the story behind that goes way, way further. And I, I'm, I'm not going to speak for Georgia, but our stories are very, very similar, although from very different backgrounds. But us coming together through the coaching masters where we obviously met you guys it was absolute fate and it's changed our lives like you wouldn't know and we've only just scratched the surface you know there's there's loads more yet to come but from a personal point of view two years ago let's say i would never have done this i would have never been on a zoom i would have never done a video I would have never done the live I wouldn't have been on social media for people to see me at all I wouldn't have shared my story people just wouldn't know me but I'm a whole different world away from that now I can't share enough (laughs) Um, it's been such a journey that my own confidence has literally gone through the roof and I know that sounds a bit kind of cliche almost and almost too good to be true and oh you know yeah you say that but you must have had it before and no I genuinely didn't for pretty much all of my childhood and I actually live with my mom now so if she was here in the room she could absolutely testify to this I was never in photographs I hated it run a mile literally and you could see that I was so awkward in any photos that I was in so to have 
gone through my whole life. In fact, there's chunks of my life that don't exist imagery wise. There's just nothing there because I refused to be in photographs. I had such low self-confidence. I was teased at school a lot and bullied several times quite severely to the point where I just didn't go to school. And I loved school. So it was really difficult. And I guess just the way maybe my family is, not in any way negative here, but there wasn't that alternative support to kind of boost me up again when everyone was pounding me down. There was nothing else to lift me up. And because of my own insecurities, I just believed all the bad stuff. And there's a quote I use all the time. It's from Pretty Woman. I don't know if you've seen it. Sorry if you have. But she says the bad stuff is easier to believe. And it is absolutely true. Because you believe the bad stuff about yourself like that. But when someone tells you something good, you tend to go, yeah, whatever. You know, oh, no, I'm not like that. I'm not like that. You shrug it off and you brush it away. So you just, you're building this perception of yourself in your own mind that you're not good enough that you aren't confident that you can't do these things and I can't fully pinpoint the moment in my life when that changed but I know why it changed and it was almost because it had to and it came from a point of I guess of really really low self-esteem and being out of work that I needed to find some way to pay the bills and for the last 10 years until recently um i kind of dabbled in network marketing just to try and make some money and it i knew it was never going to make me a fortune although it can do right i don't know if you know many people in network marketing but it can make you a very big amount of money but you have to be the right kind of person to do that and you have to really basically not sleep and put in so many ridiculous hours to get to that point, which is fine if you're prepared to do that. And I wasn't. So I, I just resigned myself to making it just a little business to get me some money just to tide me over. But what I got from it more than the money were social media skills and confidence skills because it forced me to go out of my comfort zone. You know, I had to start being on social media because that's where it, it all happens. You're not literally going to go knocking on doors. So it had to be on social. And if you look back my profile on Facebook, I've deleted quite a lot, but I left some just as a reminder. There's no pictures of me. It's all products. It's memes. It's quotes. It's silly things. And for about four years, that's all there was. You still didn't know me. And it got to a point where it wasn't working, right? And you guys know from being in the coaching masters, it wasn't working because it wasn't me. So I had to start sharing myself. I had to show myself. My first live, oh my God. In fact, it wasn't a live, it was a video that I did. I must have done it in about 30 different takes because I hated my hair. I hated how my smile looked. I hated everything about it. Couldn't listen to myself. But the only way to get over these things is to actually just keep doing them. And it sounds really simple, and it wasn't. It was horrific. It was a really hard process to go through. But in forcing myself to do that, I'm here now. And I can do this with you guys. I can go live at the drop of a hat. 
I don't care if my hair is not brushed. I don't care what I'm wearing. I just do it because it feels so natural, so normal now. And really, there's nothing to be afraid of. But I didn't learn that until I went through all that horror before. So the main thing I have taken out of this whole journey is just my own increase in confidence. Even if I never made a penny, that's worth, I can't even put a figure on that. You know, it's changed my life so much because of that. And I love that you guys are trying to do something similar and yeah. empower people to, you know, build their own confidence. So I think that's the main bit that I just want to get across to people about what I'm doing is I've grown my own confidence. And if I can help other people do the same, I'm happy. Absolutely. And um, one of the reasons I've chosen confidence as well is because there's no limit to what can be done if you've got the right sort of confidence. Yeah. So people go and, you know, change their life themselves, uh, like, with that, just that little push or little someone believing in them. Yeah, that's, that's all it takes. You only need one person. But the real key is that that one person is you. If you believe in yourself, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. It really doesn't. It's getting to that point. And to get to that point, that's where the other people come in, is they help support you in that. But the real change and the real acceptance has to be in yourself. The the second you fully believe you can do what it is you want to do, then you will do it. Absolutely. So a couple of things that you touched on there, you know, reminded me of getting coached and that point where, you know, I struggled to take compliments and, you know, people, you know, would you know, shower me with compliments. Um, it wasn't until I sat down with my coach and was like, why can't I take compliments from people? I basically got called selfish, and that was what shifted my mindset. Wow. It was a hard-ass coach, basically. Just saying, <laughs> You're selfish, aren't you? And uh, it, it was enough to kind of switch me out of that kind of mindset, you know what I mean? Mm. It was kind of like, she explained it as well. She didn't just call me selfish, but uh, it was kind of like, oh, you love giving compliments to other people, making them feel good. So why are you denying other people that? Yeah. It's shifting the perspective, isn't it? It's allowing allowing that person to do what they want to do because they think they might make you feel better. And even if they don't make you feel better, you've made them feel better by accepting it. And also the thing relating to that that I've learned is that it's their opinion. And everybody's entitled to their opinion, but you don't have to agree with it. Yeah. So take it on board. Say thank you. You still don't have to believe it. It's great if you do and if you can take that and then learn to believe it and incorporate that into your own confidence. But even if you don't, still just say thank you. Because that's their opinion and they're allowed that. That's it. You've got to think the fair motive is kind of do anything bad or harmful to you, like why would they pay you a compliment? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, so take it as, you know, their perspective of the truth, like, you know, this is what yeah. they're seeing from you. So absolutely embody that. Like, 
Um, yeah, she's obviously similar story to mine. I was bullied as a kid quite a lot, and I'm sure Adam was as well. Like, um, from what he's sort of said in, in after his story, um, yeah, obviously that's another big passion of mine, and like, you know, wanting to talk to people about bullying, like, it's not it's never okay, like, you know, um, but also. Having the perspective of the bullies going through or something horrific, obviously, you've got to stoop to those levels to make someone feel like crap, basically. And um, so, yeah, so maybe down the line we can team up and do something on bullying and, yeah, going. That would be awesome, actually. That's a great idea because from my, from what I kind of read and understood and when I look back on those that did bully me it's their own lack of confidence that makes them bully mm -hmm. and it's usually because you have something they want or you're just in the wrong place you know um, but it's mostly because they're struggling with their own selves and it's not that they really want to hurt someone else, it's that they don't have any other way to express themselves. And if, if people take the time to understand bullies, it's difficult when you're being bullied, obviously, especially if you're a child, because you, your brain doesn't think that way. But if we were taught, I think, at a younger age, that obviously, no, it's not okay, but to understand why it happens, rather than just condemning people for doing it, get to the root cause of why they're doing it and then try and coach them out of that into seeing it from a different perspective. Yeah. And that's it. Like, you know, we can we can coach all the victims, but it's I think it's sometimes the bullies or the offenders that need the help the most. And um you can end up saving more lives or you know, I agree, and compassion goes a long way because most bullies are not inherently bad people. Something happened, you know, it doesn't even need to be that they've had a bad experience, they just maybe haven't had any good experiences. And if you can be understanding of them, I think that almost it almost shocks them into then seeing their own behavior because a lot of bullies don't really appreciate what it is they're doing. Yeah. It's just to get laughs at school or it's to get, mm. be that class clown. It'd be popular, isn't it? Styles in some sort of way or yeah. in some sort of power struggle over someone else. And it's like, because they feel so un, un, inferior to everyone. Mm. Really? Yeah. No. They're not. They're not getting that validation from the right places, so they've got to go manufacture it in the wrong way, and they'll. That's why they keep bullying because they're not really then getting what it is they they need, because it's not the right source. You know. Absolutely. So maybe that's a project for the future. Right? Yeah, definitely. Um, you've heard it first on the Rawmakers podcast. <laughs> 
So, what's what's the biggest hurdle you've overcome to get to where you are now? Gosh. Definitely learning to accept myself. And whether it's confidence or not, you know, you can put whatever label you like on it. At the end of the day, you have to just like yourself and be okay with your flaws. And, you know, for example, any photographs of me or videos or anything else, I would criticize to the nth degree. And, you know, everybody else would be like, oh, I don't even see that. I've only seen it now because you've pointed it out. Or, you know, I, I still don't see it even if you have pointed it out. But you see all these things in yourself. But you don't focus on the good stuff. And everybody's got something good. You might have to look hard sometimes, but everybody has something good. And even if it is just one thing, focus on that. Forget the rest because nobody else sees it but you. And if you can just accept, you you look the way you look, you sound the way you sound, then it doesn't really matter. You know, you, you, I literally now don't look at myself in the same way. I actually don't even see my flaws unless I make a point of scrutinizing a photograph or freeze framing a video then yeah, I'll find them if I look hard enough. But it's not the first thing now that comes into my head. I go, oh, my hair looks quite nice today. Or, oh, I said that really well. You know, I actually am subconsciously finding the good things about whatever I've done. And that's just a process. You, know, you, can't, you can't really teach that to someone, but you just start by finding one thing about yourself that you don't hate and, and build on that. So that, that's been the biggest challenge by far because literally all of my life I've pretty much hated myself um, and now sometimes I even love myself. So that's a big, that's a big difference, a big leap and it, it makes a massive difference to your life. Yeah. And how much better the world is for you loving you? Right? <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> I'm doing my best. Well, it's like... How can you be the real you if you hate yourself, like, you know? And you want to sabotage every good thing that could ever come your way. Because, you know, you don't feel worthy of that, whatever is coming your way. But, you know, you need to start with the self-love and in order to kind of accept new opportunities and possibilities within your life, right? And in order for us to see the greatest of you, um, you need that self-love for you. And so I definitely do that genuine level if you don't know who you are and I think part of why we tend to dislike bits about ourselves is 
it's not because we really dislike them, it's because we think other people will dislike them. So if we make ourselves not like them, we don't talk about them, we don't share them, we don't show them, so then therefore no one else can dislike them as well. No, if they're not part of the world, what's not to like? But you have to, you just have to chip away at that because people want to know you. They really want to know who you are, flaws and all, because they've got flaws. They want to know that you're real. <laughs> Absolutely, I think that's a big part of where celebrities get it wrong. It's very much the pumped into them looking and being the best version, looking or. Yeah, acting as they possibly can be. Like, um, it's not good if they're you know overweight or you know they get slammed or yeah you know, they've got a nose that looks funny or like however like all these weird things. It's like you're in the public eye, but you're not there to be the scapegoat of the the public. You know, it's yeah. kind of like who who are they to judge? You know, it's kind of like We've just got to love ourselves and um, as we are. Like, that's where our you know, most beautiful sort of life can happen. Um, from that self love. Yeah, um, completely. Yeah, so I love that. So, in terms of like courage, like, can you think of a time where courage has been at the forefront of your life? and having to take a decision of courage and how that transformed into confidence for you? Gosh, that's a good question. Well, despite my lack of confidence, I I think I've been a pretty courageous person most of my life because, I mean, I'm an only child. I come from a single-parent family. We've never had much money so life's always been a bit of a battle and we've had to fight for everything we've had and that's just made me an inherently strong determined stubborn person that you know you're not going to tell me I can't have it you know so I think I I'm naturally quite brave and courageous in most things because I think well if I don't do it who else is going to do it? There's no one else. No one's got my back. I'm, I'm here on my own. And if I don't take that risk or make that jump, I'll be stuck here. I don't want to be stuck here. I want to be over there. So to get over there, I've got to take a bloody huge jump, right? Sorry. Um, you know, people express themselves anywhere they want. And I've kind of lived my life with the attitude of do it now, worry about it later. So long as I'm not actually hurting anyone or breaking the law or you know doing anything bad per se, I just do it. And then if after the event I go, oh God, I wish I hadn't done that, at least I did it and tried. I'd rather do that than have not done it and gone, oh, but what if, what if? There's nothing worse than what if. And I don't think... I don't think there's anything in my life I could sit here and say, what if I've done that? Because I literally do just do it. Where possible, you know, sometimes things just physically or financially aren't possible. 
but I do my best to make that happen. So despite, kind of despite the odds, if you like, I'm a very brave person. And I think just that my whole life situation has made that be the case. And I took a massive risk. It's nothing to do with business, but when I met my, it's not the best example because I'm not married to him anymore, but <laughs> um, I, I took a leap of faith and was living in London at the time, packed up my job, packed up my house, sold as much as I could, got on a plane and travelled halfway around the world for a second date with a guy who then became my husband. We were together for eight years, you know, so it wasn't bad. But that was very ridiculously brave of me. And it, although we're not together, if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't be doing this because I would have still probably been stuck in a corporate job that I hated. I would probably still be living in London or a big city and I wouldn't have the time and the space and the freedom to do what I'm doing now. So despite us not being together, it still was a great decision. And when I tell people that I did that, they're like, you met a guy once and then you went to Australia with him? Are you mad? <laughs> you know, maybe it was mad, but I just have a hunch for people. And, you know, he was a good person and it worked out for a while. People do, um, people do crazy things for love, though, don't they? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, and yeah. why not? Yeah. Why not? You only live once at the end of the day, and that's one of my kind of mantras. Um, you know, life is supposed to be an experience, and you know, yes. you sound like you've had plenty of it, and you fought I, every I hour. I rarely say no. I rarely say no. Um, at the end of the day, I probably would have never been to Australia. I might in the future, but at that time in my life, it's like, oh, I get to go to Australia. Yeah, wow. And I, there wasn't, it wasn't necessarily a romance at that time. It was just the opportunity to go to Australia and have this adventure for two months. Yeah. And then I came back to no house, to no job, to no nothing, and went and lived in Orkney for four years with this guy, you know. So, uh, yeah, I, I just do things. It's maybe, I don't know, because I'm an Aquarian, we tend to be a bit spontaneous and a bit nuts. I'm an Aquarian. <laughs> And I've done similar things to you. I've packed up everything and moved to America for a 13 months. Wow. There you go. Uh, and yeah, so a lot of your story resonates because, you know, I'm from a poor background. You know, I had to fight for everything, you know, that I wanted. I wanted a, like an adventurous life and doing, off doing things. So I completely resonate with that. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you for becoming the woman that you are today. Like, You're welcome. Well, I don't want this to sound in any way arrogant because you know me, Jason. You know I'm. That's the last thing I am, and it makes me actually super emotional to say this. But I'm, I'm really proud <laughs> of of doing the things I've done and taking the chances and taking the opportunities i think that's the key thing here is if someone gives you an opportunity bite their hand off because who knows what's around the corner you know 
who knows what it might lead to. I mean, I took, I came on the three-day uh, course creators TCM thing, the free thing, thinking, oh, well, I might just put out a little social media training course. And now, less than a year later, I've got a business partner. We're about to do an in-person retreat. And our whole mission is completely different to anything we ever thought it would be. Because we took a chance. We just, we said yes, you know. Incredible, incredible. Like, yeah, well done for like all that you've achieved. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really proud of you. Like, I don't want to sound patronising, but like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of you. And like, yeah, to come from like humble beginnings and yeah, fought for everything, and yeah. it makes you a strong person. And I, I feel that right to my core. Like, you know. Thank you. Um, so you should be proud and like really feel that and take some time meditating on that. Mm -hmm. That is, like, I can see how it made you feel just in that brief second of thinking about it. So <laughs> imagine with a full meditation, what you could, you know, what state you could get into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I do, I do feel gratitude always for this and so many people may have taken a different path may have made bad choices coming from the same place that I did and it's really it's kind of hard to put into words but you know you just have to like you say live live life live it like it's your last day and take it for what it is you know don't take yourself too seriously either you know you have to just not care <laughs> stop caring what other people think if i could have told myself that at 10 years old who knows what i'd be doing right now <laughs> i love that um let's be that as often as possible because when you've got that childlike curiosity, that's where magic happens. Absolutely. I'm all about the fun. <laughs> and, yeah, it shows in what you do, like, you know, just having seen it, like, known you for, like, a year or so. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, to see what some person do up. So, is, if there was any, like, golden nugget you could give our listeners and viewers, um, what would it be, do you think? From a confidence point of view, mm -hmm. talk to yourself like you would talk to your best friend. If you're having a shit day, what would you say if it was your best friend having that day? But then go look in the mirror and tell yourself that. Because probably no one else will. And if you can do that on a regular basis, these negative feelings don't have the chance to fester. You know, you're, you're obliterating them on the spot. So that all you've got left is the positive. Yeah, just, just talk to yourself like you almost act like you are someone else. 
you know, step outside of yourself for a moment and talk to yourself in the third person. But how you would to your very best friend if they were going through a tough spot or needed some advice or whatever it might be. And just be, be as honest and raw as you can be. Because you can't, you can't progress unless you learn. And you can't learn if you're not being told the truth. So be truthful to yourself and yeah, talk to yourself like your best friend. Very, very true and a perfect golden nugget. Um, yeah, so, and you also can't lie to yourself either, like, no, so there's no point in even trying. Um, so that raw vulnerability needs to be there, and um, and I don't use the word need lightly there, like, that is, um. Yeah, it needs to be there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so where can people find you if they want to kind of get hold of you and if they've liked this podcast and they want to come and work with you, um, how can how can they get in touch with you? Where are you? Well, gosh, we're everywhere, Jason. <laughs> uh, so we're on Instagram. Um, I don't know if you post links in your comments and things but we i am the menopause warrior coach on instagram and also facebook same handle uh, and we also have a website for the joint business which is heartcorewarriors.co.uk yeah so we'll include those kind of handles or links or whatever in the description of whatever we post and stuff like that. Awesome. So they can, they can find you if they want to work with you. Like, we'd love this to be an opportunity for anyone who comes on and speaks and helps um, our journey. And yeah, so it's kind of a share and share alike kind of thing. So yeah, if people resonated with the lovely Debbie and want to work with her, then, and obviously Georgia, who is her partner in crime. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> my fellow rock star. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you want to work for them, then you know where to find them. Obviously, the two places we just said, and obviously Adam's going to include it in the, in the description and stuff. Awesome. Post it. So I think yeah, that wraps it up nicely. Have you got any other questions you want to ask any Adam? No. No. Okay, so without further ado, like, let's draw on that courage. Build up that confidence. And get back your raw. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks, Debbie, for coming on. Thank you. Recording stopped. <laughs>